My name is Taki Bond. I'm Cleverly Chloe. I'm Q Shepard. And, and we, we are, are Word, Word of Mouth, Mouth Radio. Radio. You dickhead, you could have said it. Skrr, skrr. The views and comments expressed on the following radio program by his hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the views of... I want a hammock for all of that shade that they throwing. DDMG getting paid at the moment. Need 30 for saving and 20 for blowing. Yo, ping in my phone. That shit burn flame emoji. I don't know what y'all have been seeing. That boy wanted beef, now we vegan. Well, trust me, this pepper in season. I do this for money. You rap for convenience. And niggas was scared of me going to Texas. But I stayed in Vegas and got all my nets in. And UTA blowing my phone up with Texas. Guess me not replying. They sending the message. It's cool. I'm a Lancara of Jules. You niggas belly flop. This ain't the pool. I run that checkup like spikes on the all right, good morning, folks. It's the Uncle Radio Show. This is Wise Soul here. Make sure you guys follow the Uncle Radio Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Uncle Radio Show. I'm um, checking our website, UncleRadioShow.com, and shout out to the Any Creative Network for, I guess, hosting the podcast. Anyway, um, we are here, as you guys heard, with Word of Mouth Radio. You. Uh, the hosts are our guests. We got Cleverly Chloe, Q Shepard, and Taki Vaughn. Um, follow them on social media at Cleverly Chloe. At Q underscore Shepherd and at Taki Bond, of course, and at Word of Mouth Show. That's Twitter and Instagram. And visit the website, wordofmouthradio.com. That was a long-ass intro. Thank y'all for coming. It was a great intro, though. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I, I wrote the whole good. fucking thing, though. Nah, that was a dope intro. I wrote the it was whole so elaborate. Thing. I'm so impressed. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Okay, so um, I slightly know everyone's story a little bit, so... Um, I'm gonna have to ask anyway. So Taki, let's start with your backstory. Like I know you went to school for music a little bit, so can you give us a, a little detail about how that went? A little one. It's a lot of people. <laughs> it's a lot of people. Come on, be humble. Anyway. <laughs> um, I went to school for music. Um I wanted to start a record label. Okay, okay. So I got into managing and you know, this music industry stuff. So I started out managing artists. Dave Bond. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. And then um what went from that is I just you know I, I stopped managing because I, you know the artist you know I just, we were just weren't on the same page I yeah, guess yeah. and then um I started stop touching stuff I started <laughs> this is normal by the way this making noise this is what we go through don't every Wednesday stuff. I'm the you? one that's normal I mean, like, don't have touch a normal it. conversation you know but no though no, no, this is good because the, the crossover is gonna work it's just gonna sound it's gonna sound natural mm-hmm. unbelievable but yeah so I um get off the mic. I was managing, and then uh, I, when, after I stopped managing, I started noticing that other doors were opening, and I told myself, listen, I got to do something else. I can't just be that manager. So okay. I started What's the Move NYC. Mm-hmm. Um, Q and I were developing uh, Word of Mouth Radio for a good two years before mm-hmm. it dropped, mm-hmm. and um, now we're here. So, all right, all right, all right. So just enough, a, mm-hmm. so wait, just a quick. So I didn't know that you could actually like go into school, like you could go to school to learn how to manage artists. Like, what classes would you take for something like that? Um, it's music industry. A lot of people, it's it. Well, I majored. My actual major is music industry. Okay, so I took classes like uh, music business, mm-hmm. intro, intro to music theory, uh, music law, entertainment law, stuff like wow. that, and um. You, I have like one thing I always tell people is like I look at the music industry from a, a business per point mm-hmm, of view. I mm-hmm, never I mm-hmm. never can see it from an artist perspective because I'm not an artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I look at it as, as through the business. Like boom, an artist will do something. It's like okay, I see why you did that musically, mm-hmm. but this is how it affects you business wise. Mm-hmm. So it's it. 
is dope. I we love need it. that. We need that. We need yeah, that. We, no, we do. We yeah, we have so many. Rap. Everybody want to be Jay Z. Nobody want to be Dame oh, Dash. Oh God. Nobody want to be Jesus. Dame Dash, and it's, it sucks. Man. Or engineer. Right. It's Nobody wants to be the engineer. Nobody wants to be the PR. Nobody wants. Everybody wants to be the rapper. Yeah. And it's not. It's not for everybody. I understand. All right, all right, all right. So uh, Chloe went to Jay Wu together. I know that part already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what was your major? Um, and Jay Wu, I majored in marketing, and I, and I minored in advertising. Okay, okay. So I I want to say I saw this on Twitter, but I don't, I'm not sure. I put my life on Twitter, so you probably <laughs> did. Yeah, was your mom involved in the industry? The yes. Industry? Okay. My mom um, worked at uh, she worked with Pat Prescott at WBLS. Mm, right, she was okay. a short shot cheerleader for WBLS. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was like heavily in journalism. She went to Baruch for journalism. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. she wanted to be on radio. Yeah. yeah she yeah. essentially this is like her her thing. She mm. um, kind of started that. So she was working with Bob Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really close with the WBLS fam. So I was kind of like raised under that little umbrella. Um, and then my like? dad was in graphic design. So I've kind of Oh, melded my life together with both of them. The, the whole, yeah, the whole. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of creativity now. going on in my in my life. Yeah, and my mother also drew, and so I went to school for I went to high school fashion design, mm-hmm, fashion mm-hmm. industry high school. Um, the plan was to go to RISD, mm-hmm. so my guidance counselor applied me applied for me to go to Johnson Wells because RISD didn't give me enough money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay was like giving me basically a full ride, so mm-hmm. I went to Johnson and Wales with the plan to transfer and then I was like I don't give a fuck about making clothes I want to sell them shits yeah. so let me figure out the business and then I can sell anything to anyone and now I sell myself for a living not my my body not oh, my body I sell my persona my personality and <laughs> other things like that so, yeah. alright so Q alright so three years ago what were you doing three years ago I was a videographer really okay okay yeah so um, I got into videographer pretty much I was uh, working with the artist that uh, Taki used to manage mm-hmm. and this is pretty much like he, he didn't even know that he wanted to start rapping like he we pretty much he was like yo I want to start taking this rapping seriously I'm like oh are you for real with it yeah and you like yeah so pretty much I was going to BMCC at the time and they was giving them good refund checks mm-hmm. so I had like mm-hmm. a good 4,000 in my bank account so I'm like yo you for real we gonna do this for real he like yeah so I was like I right, I'm gonna buy all the camera equipment you need then, yeah. and we just gonna work from that so like I have no experience in it I was like all right I'm gonna just buy this just because I know this is what you need and we just been running with it and then pretty much, you know, when I realized I wanted to do something other than that, mm-hmm. um, like I had had a sense still like on what I wanted to do next. Mm-hmm. And then I just got into DJing, you know, um, I have a good friend, a uh, wordsmith, mm-hmm. and he had through an event and he was like, oh, I, I don't have a DJ. Yeah. And I don't know because the day prior to it, my father had through a cookout, he DJs as well. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy how it works. Cause, like, my father been DJing for so long, like he DJs with um, Kid Capri. They was in a loads of oh, wow, together with wow. Money Mark. Mm-hmm. So like I avoided it for so long. Hey, he DJ, <laughs> my my brother DJ, and I avoided it for my whole entire life. Yeah. But and I just got into it, and uh-huh. it organically, and he, he I have was DJ for him at a cookout because mm-hmm. he got drunk. He didn't want to DJ no more. And <laughs> I posted the picture. <laughs> I posted yeah. the picture just like yo, my father got me DJing out here. Yeah. And then Wordsman saw that. So he's like, yo, um, I don't got a DJ for my event. And this is three hours about before it's about to start. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, you want a DJ? I'm like, uh, all right. So mm-hmm. I, I did it. And I just been running with it ever since because it's been working. So, you know, uh, and, and I love it. So it just happened to work. Uh, so three short years later, you got people running, into, getting into arguments and shit on Twitter about who their favorite DJ oh, in the please, city and stuff please, like that. Oh, please. Please, let's not do it. Let's not do it today. <laughs> Nobody can know. Let's not. I try to stay out of all that, man. I fuck your favorite realize. DJ. Q, yeah, see, Q's, not, Q's humble because he knows he's good, but he also knows he's got to grow still yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not see, saying I'm, he's not great, you know what I mean? But there's always room for improvement. Exactly. So Q knows, yeah. like, 
he's not where he wants to be. Mm-hmm. But he appreciates the love, of course. I'm cute shit talker. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk we'll shit. We'll do it for you. Uh, 100%. And I appreciate I'm, these two because, you know, like, it's a lot of people who, who try to come at me and I'd be like, I, I never want to be that guy who argues on Twitter about how good they that's are. Not his, or that's they, not his persona. Or what they do. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. right. uh, I feel like people who do that are corny. Like, when mm-hmm. you have to speak on how good you are, that means you aren't really that good. Yeah, fine. You know, fine. so like, I, I, if, if, if I don't have anybody to, to say, yeah, he's that dude, he's nice or whatever, like, then I got more work to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like, personally, like, as far as like, DJing where I want to be like is what Kick and Pre- Kick and Pre- could do. Mm-hmm. Like he can have a twenty minute set, and people could have like three hour sets, and he'll just destroy no. their whole career within twenty minutes. <laughs> and I still need to work on how to, how how he does that because like we had the same songs. Mm-hmm. We had mm-hmm. the same songs. Everyone has the same. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Everyone has access to the same songs, mm-hmm. right. mm-hmm. and he can do something with that twenty minutes and just be like, "Yo, how?" Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I want to work on. You know. But all right, so you you founded uh, Wordmouth Radio with Haki. Um, so what was like the inspiration behind putting that together? So pretty much uh, back when I was a videographer, I used to work for uh, Shade Four Five as an mm-hmm. intern, just doing um. Pretty much, I used to work with DJ Tony Touch and anybody who came through in freestyle. You know, we had uh, Kendrick, Meek Mill, mm-hmm. pretty much all the artists when they doing their press runs. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so afterwards, after the show used to end at twelve, uh, Emilio Sparks was the engineer, mm-hmm. and he used to be like, "Yo, he has a, he had a podcast." Yeah, so, like, we would go into the other room, and we would just pretty much record the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, like, once I did that podcast with him that one time, I'm like, yo, I kind of like this. And pretty much every a, a lot of females specifically used to tell me how good my voice sounded. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, it, it is crazy. Like, you, you know. think he's so smooth? I'm not even that. Like, like, seriously, like, it used to be times where I'm just not even trying to be smooth or anything like that. Like, I, I'll get into that a little bit later. But a lot of females used to tell me, like, hey. I like the way your voice sounds. You should be on the radio. Yeah. Um. So. Damn. <laughs> so pretty much when we did the podcast, I was like, yo, I, I kind of like this. This is kind of dope. This is a different experience. You know, I never done this before. So after I did the the podcast, I went to Taki. I'm like, yo, we should start a podcast. You mm-hmm. know. And um, pretty much I started like looking into how to do podcasts. Mm-hmm. And while I was doing that, there was this there was apps called this apps called Mix LR, and then pretty much. The Mix of Law is pretty much doing a live podcast, mm-hmm. which would be a, a radio show. Yeah, primarily. basically, yeah. And i like, yo, let's do this instead. So mm-hmm. pretty much we, while that the app that I was developing, I was like, let's develop our skills. Mm, okay. And that's mm-hmm. how we came. So the whole, so yeah, I know, I know y'all had mentioned it was like two years and y'all were, y'all were building the whole yeah. thing in that time. That's, that's dope. And a lot of people, you know, they jump into, they jump into podcasts or whatever it is without necessarily... Yeah, knowing know. what they want to do and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's clear. <laughs> chill, <laughs> chill, chill, <laughs> y'all, chill. We're going to be nice today. <laughs> um, okay, so what about radio comes on every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Um, mm-hmm. when, yo, when is your yeah, anniversary? Uh, it's July 25th. There you go. Y'all, wow. Y'all doing, like a, y'all doing right. like a big event? We'll yeah, see. we're working on something. We're working hey, on something. Yeah, yeah, we don't okay. know. Hey, all, something all right. Something's going to happen. <laughs> we're doing something. <laughs> All right, so all right, so I'm big on search engine optimization. That's mm-hmm. what I went to school for. Um, well, part of it, but anyway, Word of Mouth Radio is the name of an NPR radio show and a BBC radio show as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did y'all factor that into the name of the show? Like, what's the actual story behind finding the name for the show? All right, so the the first name that we were going to come up with is it was going to be called Word is Bond Radio. Okay, okay, so at the okay. Time, that was the uh, name of Taki's uh, label, yeah. his label. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we were going to call it Word is Bond Radio, but then like we realized how much that limited us, and as far as like, all right, 
what if they don't like you know as far as the artists that we had on the bill uh, not even on the bill like the the label like mm-hmm. uh, what if they don't like phase one what if they got issues with him yeah, then yeah, yeah. automatically they're not going to listen to it just mm-hmm. off the rip that they don't like him mm-hmm. so i was like <clears throat> and the name kind of limits you too with the slang terminology yeah. bond yeah. is like where does bond is kind of a throwback slang that's but that's it's like new, that's a super yeah it's new really york new york thing. so it's kind of like my, my real last name is bond yeah so that's that's taki's last name which is which is cool <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a cool play on words yeah but we realized how much that that would limit to us uh so like we had through a show mm-hmm. that was called Word of Mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we we thought of that name like if we we like throwing an event like it took like a month to come up with that name. And it like, sure did. We were like we need something catchy that's gonna work. Yeah, something yeah, quick yeah, and yeah, to the yeah. point. And right. Then we were like, yo, let's call it Word of Mouth Radio, mm-hmm. and then like it just worked because far as like Word of Mouth is perfect for everything as far as you know music. Just anything that you're trying to do in and life. Course, and how fast things spread. Course, course, you know, that's like the best yeah. uh, promotion tool yep. ever. Yep. Yep. That's how hip hop got started. Yeah. Word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, right. like, I don't care if you see it on TV or whatever you see it on, on anywhere in this world. You heard it from somebody if first. If you hear somebody, like your friend or something, you're more more bound to check it out. Yep. Yeah. So, and, and it just worked. That's fine. So, all right, all right, all right. So the show broadcast by MixLR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was this, this, the major decision behind using that over like TuneIn or like Live 365 or any other option? Uh, so the reason um, that I wanted to use MixLR versus all the other options, I felt like MixLR was a, ahead of the curve. Okay, you okay. You know, as far as like before we started it, I was always looking to their updates. Like mm-hmm. as far as what are you going to include in their next update, what, what is going to be better as far as using TuneIn versus everything else. Tuning is a little bit harder to use. You have to have a like different stream. You have to you have to pay for stuff before you even start using it. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, okay. It makes a lot of the cost was was cheap. Uh, plus, once one of the big things that I use like I want to make this easy for everybody to listen to, not just one person. Mm-hmm. And they had an update to use this in Apple CarPlay, so like people can oh, listen to okay, us okay, inside okay, of their cars, okay. you know, That's while smart. they're driving to go somewhere else, you know. And, and I want to make it feel like a radio show as as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And Apple CarPlay, I'm like, yo, timeout. I ain't seen no app doing that. Yeah. And this is like before. It's a, it's a standard now mm-hmm. to use it, but before, they were doing it way ahead of the curve. Yeah. And, and and that's how I try to be. Like anything that I want to do, I always want to do before other people can get a, a, attached to it. So like I seen them doing it. I'm like, all right, this seems like the great way to go. Bad, bad. All right, so let's talk about the chat room. Open up. I'm, I'm, Y'all, y'all both y'all got quiet and so I don't want y'all to get quiet. No, yeah. no, we so, like to let Q get a chance to speak. Yeah. No, no, honestly, we do because I think people don't think that he does more than just DJ. He actually right. has, he's actually really, really smart. We hey. rag on Q and he can talk, but I, I rag on Q on the time, but this is my friend, hey. so I can do that. Right. Fuck out of here with your bullshit you have to say. But, um, you know, it was his brainchild, so we, we like to let him get that, that moment. That's dope, okay, okay. So, the chat room. The chat room, the the chat chat room room. is fire. (laughs) The chat room has a major effect on the show. Yeah, Yeah. you know, it really like I've in the the, um, the shows I've listened to, I know that you guys have pulled things from the chat room that we've been talking about, Mm -hmm. and that's really important because it's really engaging. That's what people miss about um, radio shows: the engagement part. Right. But at the same time, um, and I know we had talked about this um, when I when you came on the PLC report, um, social media is huge as well. And is there any way that y'all have found out to how to balance um, having a conversation in the chat room, but still having it pulled over to Twitter at the same time so that y'all can get like a trending topic? Well, situation? it's funny. I don't know if I guess I'll touch on it, but it's funny because that's one of our biggest like debates because yeah, yeah. the essence of the chat room, it's so intimate and it's so personal. It makes you feel like you're like almost like AOL times, like back mm-hmm, in the day when those chat mm-hmm. rooms were going on. And it was like, 
your own personal community. Yep. But at the same time, it kind of separates us from the Twitter world because there's so much fodder and like like clout on Twitter. Like you don't always want to intertwine with that. Mm -hmm. But essentially, we want people to be involved in a conversation. Um, so we tell people in the chat room, you know, shout out on Twitter, shout out on Instagram, you know, all that good stuff. And eventually, it, it tumbles over yeah, sometimes. Yeah. But well, a lot of times we do is just for the fun of it, we start conversations on Twitter the mm -hmm. day before or prior and that kind of are relevant to, and it's, it's uh, God willing, it's always worked out because mm -hmm. it's always relevant to what we're li literally talking about the next day. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it kind of spills over and people, we're touching different people now that I didn't even realize would know right, yeah. because of social media and that's people like you know shout on social media oh it's such a oh, people only use on social media yeah if you use it the right way it's a really effective tool yeah, damn right it is probably right. the most effective tool honestly it's how we Outside built it's how we built our whole following yo it's crazy it's how all of us have built our entire following right. yes. you know what i mean yeah. I, I say it all the time if you don't turn your followers into dollars you're a moron yep facts facts that's true all right all right, all right. so <laughs> Y'all are individually constantly a part of events. I'm in the city. Uh, Y'all had the opportunity to host maximum um, capacity or capacity. Shout out to Colton. Uh, in Rhode Island this April. So it's totally <laughs> Kirby. Kirby kept saying capacity the whole week. I'm like, my nigga, capacity. Those niggas who play Super Mario too much. <laughs> so what's y'all method to hosting? I don't think there really is a method. Honestly, I'm gonna tell you straight up, my method is to take a drink or something and have then fun. get on stage and say outlandish shit. <laughs> Honestly. But see, but see, Taki is a natural, natural enthusiast and he's a natural talker. Like so am I. We're right. we're really like naturally exuberant people. So speaking comes naturally to us. Yeah, so yeah. speaking to a crowd and speaking to strangers is not unfamiliar for us. So yeah. if you're not if you're an introverted person when it comes to, you know, social interaction, It'd hosting is not for everybody. Yeah, like you have to yeah, really yeah, yeah. it's a job. Yeah. Like at maximum capacity, Taki and I weren't drunk. We were drinking during the day. <laughs> we were, we we were drinking, drunk. but we weren't drunk yeah, because we were still we're, we're talking the whole time. So right. it's like mm -hmm. you can't force it. Yeah. yeah. Like and if you if you, if you have an idea like I want to be a host, you probably fail. And it's crazy too because there's so many different like subgenres to hosting. Like there's mm -hmm. the host that'll promote your party and then come and sit in a section with yeah, a free yeah, bottle, yeah, right? And yeah, that's hosting. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. not really. Then there's the basketball then tournament host, right. who literally has to be the MC of the night and like all day be engaged. And then there's more so like the MC that the, that me and Chloe provide. Like we're like we're providing personality to your party mm -hmm. or to your mm -hmm. event. You know, we're we're kind of starting out those good vibes. We're yeah. getting everybody on that same page that this is a place where you can come and have a good time, mm -hmm. enjoy yourself, mm -hmm. and. Like that you're not that. too cool to party. Yeah, you're not like we're letting people know you're not too cool to party because the coolest person is on stage on the mic. No, no, I'm not. That's what I say. <laughs> the coolest person at the party is on stage. So y'all, we all party and we all having a good time together. Uh, every time, I'm, the one thing I will say though. Why didn't you come to maximum capacity? Yeah, why didn't you? It made me sad. Um, I didn't come to maximum capacity. You know what? Now I'll, I'll say this: I didn't come to maximum capacity because I have a daughter. Okay. And, like, I have a hard time following this balance of like. Coming out to events, but like leaving her. My home. kid, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, I, I got a family, Chloe. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, nah, like, no, nah, cause like even, even, even like, um, we had our Genesis two this past weekend. Mm -hmm. My mother was coming. My mother came to the event, oh, and I was like, uh, I, was, I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, yo, bring Brianna. Bring yeah, Brianna. bring the baby. So she was, she was there, and I was trying to like hold it down, like, yo, but I really was happy to see her. Yeah. Because, yo, it's it's hard, like. I, that balance is very. Yeah, hard. yeah. Like, I'm sort of go through that myself. You got a yeah. kid? We don't know about. Where did this happen? <laughs> I, I looked at him too, like, where the baby? <laughs> I just said family balance. <laughs> With oh, I thought you was what the fuck? I'm about to say, where's she at? Where's she at? When did this baby shower go down? What the fuck? 
I would tell you if I got some money pregnant. I, I, I would hope so. Right now, my pullout game's still strong. No, let's next. All right, let's listen. Listen, I don't We're not even talking on that. We spoke about that earlier. I told you. People talk about that on Twitter. The success of the pullout rate is like. I said because I said I haven't had I haven't gone to no baby showers in a long time. I was like, my friends must be practicing safe sex. And then he was like, no, the pullout rate is getting the pullout like is getting higher. You lucky now. You gotta time it right. That's I guess. But the funny thing for me was like hosting MK8 was nostalgic for me because I was there for MK1. Mm. You know, I was All there right. with with Lorenzo when he first it. started at Chill Out, Chill Out. <laughs> I was in college a long time though. <laughs> Um, and it was crazy to see all my friends who were like, I wasn't even coming, but I saw you was going to be here and I yeah, came. Yeah, 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 and it yeah. was like my college friends who don't know exactly what I do or here or, or Chloe doing a little thing. It was like, oh, look at her. Like, she's mm. really like doing stuff. And it was yeah. like, yeah, this is me. But it was, it was it was just such a good feeling to be. I was home. Yeah, I spent yeah, five yeah, years yeah. with Island. So mm. it was just it was nice to share that moment with my friends. We brought everybody up from New York, too. So it was like it was good to be like, look, guys, like this is a new environment. This is a new scene. And I was yeah, happy yeah. that, you know. Taki and Q and my producer Daniel could come and Pizzy and Quality and Kadeem like they all got to see like a good college time. Once right. I saw, like for me, like I like a lot of artists, mm. right? But like I actually really like Trey Pizzy. Everyone loves right? Trey Pizzy. Yo, <laughs> you I can't saw, not like Trey Pizzy. When I saw Trey Pizzy, I was like, damn, I really want to go. And I said that when I like when I when I when Taki was telling me about it um, yeah. on the PLC report. Mm. And I don't know, I just I don't know. The day was coming up, and I was like, damn, you know, I mean, I gotta hop on the bus on Friday and. Uh, you I'm know, it's there. nothing to get to Jay Woo. Jay Woo takes it's like going to Brooklyn twice and back. Like it's, it's mad quick. <laughs> yeah, the ride wasn't bad. Oh, it's, it's, it's not, not that. Honestly, it is. Bad, for me, coming from, sleep, from yeah. Brooklyn, coming from the Bronx to Brooklyn, it kind of is to go to the Bronx, Brooklyn, and back. Yeah, it's like the same. It's the same equivalent. That round trip is definitely about three hours. That's that's right. I mean, next time we're we're doing more, so it'll there'll be more happening. Thank God, like you know, they kind of want us to be a part of it now. So plus, MK is gonna be in New York. Yeah, so we'll be there. July twenty third. Don't miss that one. Y'all gotta come out. Not gonna miss that one. All right, bet. So um, I've been asking all of the guests recently what are their thoughts on the pulse of the culture in New York. But for this convo, I want to add something. Like, what do you think is missing, and how do we fix that? I'll start with you, Tucky. Um, I think what, as far as what, like music. The, the, uh, yeah, the, the music, the music. Yeah, I'm just as far as music, about. I think that the biggest part is the publications from New York don't really shed light on too many New York artists and it's not okay. to say because they're saying oh well fuck them we're not doing it it's because they're not really there they're not mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. like for example uh, Trey Pizzy just did Santos and mm-hmm. the music went off but the crowd was the music and the mic went off but the crowd sang the rest of the song yeah, yeah, they yeah. stayed there and sang the rest of the song now had that been an ATL artist coming up to New York and doing that it would have been all over the place Everybody would have been talking about it. all these publications in New York would have been like, "Oh, did you see this?" But they're not, you know, like they they right. don't they don't care enough or they're not interested enough to uh, want to promote what's going on in New York. Okay, you know, I I would say to to that I would say that I think that I mean being okay. So I, I've I visited Toronto. I've visited Toronto this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna visit Atlanta maybe like next month or so. Right. The one thing I could say about New York that's different from all the other cities is that their independent media outlets are slim. They might have like four or five in the whole, in their right. whole city. We got 10 in a borough or something yeah. like that. 400. You know, like, like, yeah. they're, like there, are, there are shows in Brooklyn that have been around for three, four, five, six years. There are shows in Bronx that have been around for all this time. You know, they, got, they, have, they have radio stations that mm-hmm. are in all these different boroughs. So, you know, 
ours is you know our, our our independent media is is huge, and I think that only thing that we're missing from that aspect is that we all together haven't like found a. I don't know, like a, like like the AP. You know how the AP kind of like correlates, grabs all the stories from all over the country mm-hmm. or all over the world technically, and puts them someplace. Mm-hmm. I think we don't have that yet. One central place. Where yeah, can be found. yeah. I that think, or there's too many people doing the same thing. Right. That too. That too. You know, a lot of people they like they don't want to like they see instead of them seeing someone working on something and seeing how they can offer or, like, or alter it. Yeah, yeah. They just they go and they make the same yep. exact thing. Same exact product right. over and over again. So all right. So. So, um, Q, what do you think is what about you think about the culture in New York and you know what's missing and how do we fix that? Uh, honestly, I feel like the culture is great right now. Like it's it's as far as like music goes. Like I feel like there's a lot of artists making great music right, right. now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, one thing I will say, I think like we are missing like some hits. Okay, you know okay. a lot of artists like they're making great music but they're not making that one song that makes you say damn i need to listen to this every single day uh, or all those anthems that we used to hear back in the 90s that make mm-hmm. you say like all right he's connected to this bro or so and so um you know like they, they, they just i just want to see like a lot of artists just work harder you know because it's nothing going to be given to you yeah True. and people just need to just understand that mm-hmm. and once they understand like all right i need to go as hard as I can and nothing's going to be given to me and just keep going because I will say this as this is a conversation I had with Taiki uh, I think New York breeds the most artists that don't make it over the mountain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as far as like they'll make a bunch of buzz mm-hmm. they'll be on the top blogs rap radar whatever blog you want is now right whatever and like they'll be like the next up but they mm-hmm. just won't make that yeah. jump and, and I, then you know, I blame that on the fact that the publications, for example, radio, don't play mm-hmm. their music. Like how the hell are you supposed to? For example, do you think Panda would have been a number one record without radio play? But that was big on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, understandable. But then when it got to radio, it, it still it. it exactly it yeah. reached more people. That it could have just there's records on SoundCloud that they, there's. Not, I'm not gonna say millions of views. No, but hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of views. Streams, but yeah. it's just on SoundCloud. Yeah. It's just right, on the internet. Right. Right. Now, had it been on the radio, it'd been like, okay, that's now we all, people who aren't on the radio. On the that takes a force behind it. Exactly. Right. There was a force behind Panda. Okay. You have Pusha T. You, you have, have good music. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what comes with publications. They were giving designer money to play the shit. That's distribution. That's distribution. Exactly. So that's 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 a whole other that's a whole other thing. That's that's a whole different conversation. But I'm just saying like. As far as like I said, New York really breeds a lot of artists that just they get it, they get that that buzz. They get to the seventh floor, but they know, can't get to the eighth floor. Exactly, and then, and, then, yeah. and then one thing this is is a lot of them become scared of themselves. Mm. Like they'll put out a project that receives such good feedback that they'll take too long to put out another project because they yeah. want to work on perfecting this one when they didn't perfect the first one and, and that got a lot of good coverage and a lot of good feedback mm-hmm. but they want to perfect this one so it matches the first one and it'll take too long with yeah. like the fans and people who are interested in their music just won't care anymore and they think they'll have their attention forever and that doesn't work like that you have to do it in a, in a respectable amount of time you got a time span like, you have a schedule there's a new artist every single day mm-hmm. there's a new mm-hmm. podcast every single day every day somebody's gonna do something new that you never heard of so you know you have to always make sure you're at the top of the curve and when you take too yeah. long people will forget and people will stop caring so that's so, pretty much what so it is so quick follow up how 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 many projects I'm not like between uh, mix saves and albums. How much product should an should an artist put out in a year? 
in a year? No, no, see, no. I mean, that's hard. To, let me, let me. No, because, no, because he said he said that they not, they, they, they not. It's not even fashion, about though. projects, though. It's I understand what he's talking about as far as I think. Maybe I should get into mine and I'll. I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So, um, I wouldn't say that it is is a, like I talk to my father, and my brother about this a lot, and they used to say, oh. Nah, you got to throw off three projects in that. Like, that's too much. Yeah, so yeah, that's too way much. too much. Future did that, and we you got know? tired. Yeah, yeah, definitely did. It was only three, and I was like, four. Yeah, yeah like, and then, yeah. you know, so when you put out too much, it's like, all right, I, I'm going to download this, cause, just because I can get it for mm-hmm, free, mm-hmm. but I'm not listening listen, to it yeah. right now. Or you'll yeah. listen to it one time, yeah. purple, and you'll never listen to it. Exactly. Purple Rain. Right. Exactly, so, like, and it's only, like, one, two songs. I can remember Purple Rain. I'm a DJ, so. <laughs> it was too much. Exactly, like, it has to be a, a good amount of number. It has to be, like, it has to be great, like, like, you have to feel like you really crafted it, and then it, it, once I, I feel like you should move on to the next project when you feel like you can't market the next one anymore. Mm, okay, you, like, you, okay. You've done music videos for it. You tried to promote each single. Like once there's nothing left for you to do, that's when you move on to the next project. Mm. But like I hate seeing artists who will put out a project, shoot one video for it, and be like, "Yo, I got a mixtape dropping next month." Yeah, for what? Yeah, yeah, you still yeah, can yeah. do a lot more with your first one. Right. You know, like, why are you not still An- trying to market that? Another thing is a lot of artists is, is, is hard because they don't really have the guidance to know how to, put, like, mm-hmm. roll out with a project. Like, a project sign. will come. They they need more managers. <laughs> like, a project will come out and it's be here today, going tomorrow. And it's, yeah. not be, it's not that the project wasn't fire. It's because there was no anticipation built for the project. Mm-hmm. There was no culture built behind the project. I, it's crazy to use straight busy as an example again, but we got the fly, the cover for Fifty First Dates four months before we got the project, mm-hmm. and so everything else after that was setting us up for that project. Then when yep. the, his computer crashed, everybody's like, "Oh shit, what is he gonna do now?" That everybody was the greatest was so, story. Right, everybody was so he literally invested. Has, he literally recorded an entire mixtape in a day. You feel yep. what I'm saying? Everybody Couple was so invested hours. in the story that was Fifty First mm-hmm. Dates that when it came out, they're like, "Oh shit, I have to listen." Yeah, people yeah. don't do that no more. Yeah. I was they refreshing say, the link like Trey, it's not working. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trey, people. <laughs> drop a project they'll drop a project on Monday and they just started promoting it last Thursday yeah. and, last then, week, and then they wonder said, why nobody and then wonder New York why, don't support right. nobody everybody, I don't know you everybody thinks they can just drop a your, project your and, lemonade and, is not valid yo son Twitter your Twitter, lemonade Twitter. is not valid <laughs> <laughs> tweetable, 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 tweetable. that was good Q. that was good what happens when you don't try to say this shit on all shit he say mad good shit on everybody else's show it pisses me off <laughs> then on our show, I'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> no, but yeah, artists just, I think they need to do a lot more uh, research and education. They need to do more education on the, the business aspect of the music industry because, yeah, yeah, or yeah. find someone who does. Who does, know. right. Because mm-hmm. if you want to think about it, from, based on what I've known and what I've learned, the music industry is 90% business, mm-hmm. 10% music. Yeah. The music is the easy. You're an artist. You can get in the studio any given time. It's not it, your job to be a manager, to be honest. Artists aren't right. supposed to be in no, the, in the, in the right. room. They're, They're supposed, not to be, supposed to be... I mean, if you have the you know the, because the, the mindset to, but yeah, but it's... Artists don't view... The, artists and managers don't view the industry the same way. At all. To be a creative and to, do, and to do business, it's, it's too Well, your, your emotions are, are connected to it. Right. You know, you're not really focused on the business unless you've really studied and come and, come and, and groomed through the years. Right. But um, it's it's tricky, man. It, it's tricky, and it's crazy because it was our, it, it took until our interview with Elliot Wilson for me to sit and go. It's a lot bigger mm-hmm. than rap. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he said, okay, cool. Y'all got all these underground New York rappers, and I'm not shitting on them, but it's like 
where where's the big where's the Drake level dude from New York? Where's yeah, the yeah, Wale yeah. level dude from New York? Where's the Big Sean level dude from New York? And it's like, damn, we don't we don't have that. That's stuff with me too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I, I sit back and think about that all the time. Like, damn, we really don't got one of those yet. And it's not. And the, well, the crazy thing is that ASAP Rocky could be viewed as one of two people, or Joey, be. but he's but people discount him, and I don't know yeah. why. You know, because it's not. not I think because it's not traditional. It's not our sound. New York. It's like, but for example, Davies. We'll see. We'll see. The thing about it. We'll see. Can I just answer? Let me just answer. Yeah, you answer, I'm, please. I'm, please. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, for me personally, I put emphasis and I put, I put direct responsibility on the artists. Most of these artists don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. They do not have a target market. Very true. Mm-hmm. Everyone sounds the same, yep. and that and that tries and that's the basic foundation of of your music. But that's your story. Mm-hmm. We fell in love with Jay Z because of his story. Like everybody from Brooklyn or people from New York can relate to his hunger, his struggle, his hustle. We fell in love with Biggie because we know some people knew what it was like to go hungry and not be able to feed your daughter. Mm-hmm. Right? There was a story connected to you. People just come out and come out like I'm the hottest nigga out, and then it's like, okay, you a hot nigga. That was a hot song. Now what? Now we're waiting. We're not invested in the story, right? right? Yeah. And Rick, Rick Ross came at a standstill because he came out as, I'm the hottest nigga that you've seen thus far. Okay, cool. But we don't really know you. You lied to us about your story. Damn so right. then his last album, which was supposed to be like his pivotal moment, was just like, we've we've heard this before. So now, and like artists like Meek Mill, we knew the struggle, kind of. You, He kind of came out with the same identity, but now it's like you're at a standstill. Mm-hmm. So there has to be a point of evolution. We should feel like we're growing with you. Yeah, like absolutely. J. Cole, Drake, Kendrick, we've grown with them. If you stayed with them from when they first came out, even mm-hmm. Wiz Khalifa, who people try to play, but like his in the college circuit, if you, if you remember, Imagine if you were with Wiz in the beginning, you remember like, who he was Converse, Chuck and Taylor, that's like the problem with me. Like I, I, I say this all the time. Like I just haven't seen any growth, but well, that's I mean, another like, story. For the, I feel like the only artist who who was who grew, and you, we still don't know who the fuck he really is, is Fab. Well, that's that's the thing, right? So He's Fab, but Fab is, but this so. is the thing. Fab has still not reached that crossover. Tear. Yeah. As much as I've said, I love good. Fab. He's one of my favorite rappers. Yeah, right. But he's but he's a surface level person because he will only let, allow you to get but so close. Yeah. Right. Fab will not get personal. And we've that seen that. My heart. that hurts but my everybody's heart. not meant for that. Because right. Fab tried to usher new niggas and people like, oh, Fab don't put nobody on. He tried with one or two niggas and it didn't work. So he's never been that nigga to put somebody else on because he hasn't gotten to that level. Right, right, right. So you can't look to people for people to do what they haven't already done. So my thing with underground artists is, and I always challenge them when they have a project that I'm like, okay, that song is cool. That song is cool. But who are you? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm this nigga. I get money. I get bitches. So does every other so nigga in New York. That nigga said that yeah, just yeah. now. So five ago. What, he don't even rap. Who, right. who are you? And it has to be more than just surface level. To me, to want to be buying your music, I have to buy into you as a person. It has to be believable. I mean, we're invested right. in Beyonce. We've yeah, been, we yeah. ra- I was raised with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I've watched it. That's why people don't understand like the magnitude of her growth. Michael Jackson was a superstar because people know him since they were nine years old. Yep. Right? Yep. right? Yep. There's a story there. Right. And underground artists in New York, there was a time where we knew everybody. Like Cam... We knew who Cam was. Like we watched Cam. We watched Cam come up. Right. You watched Nas. You knew Nas's lazy ass. You knew his story, right? <laughs> you knew everybody, and the, they weren't all focused on sounding the same. Like yeah, Nas, yeah. there was never a time where I could hear a Nas record and think, "Without is that Jay Z?" No, yeah, I knew it was Nas. Right. I knew Ja Rule was Ja Rule. I knew Fifty was yeah. Fifty. I knew who DMX was. I knew who the Locks was. I knew Styles P. I knew Jada when I heard him. Like everyone sounded different. New York sounds exactly the same right. even though we're a melting pot we're eclectic in a sense where there's not just one person here mm-hmm. we shouldn't all be congelled it's not the same way i turn i listen to a mixtape now i'm like who that that's who yeah. Yeah. y'all are not from houston i'm tired of y'all diddy bopping yeah. and all that and i love y'all and it works for some people now don't get me wrong it works for some oh, people yeah. 
Some people can naturally do it because they know how to formulate songs. Right. But everybody else sounds the same. So why do I have to sit through a showcase of 72 niggas for eight hours oh, and hear the same? It sounds like one cohesive song. It just hasn't oh, stopped. All right, so question then, question then. Do you think it takes people like us, right, to um, criticize them the way that they need to be? Or also... Yes and no. Um, yeah, sorry, uh, also, like, help them evolve. For example, like, you know, okay, like, yo, I, th- I think you're a dope artist. You should work with this producer. Like, he or she will make you sound, yeah. you know... Yes and no, because it's like, all right, boom, let's say we have... Artist A, artist A comes up to you and they're like, okay, so what should I do next? As uh, as someone with that type of insight, mm-hmm. I can point them in the right direction. But mm-hmm. that, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna, um, you know, take my advice yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, they should. And it's they not, should. but it's not my job to tell you who to be. Right. Like that too. I like we could, and, and people understand. I had this conversation earlier. I said like. Sometimes I appreciate people respecting my opinion and like I understand what other like people like Angie Marr, I can imagine how they felt when people always want to pick your brain like, yo, I'm at a standstill. Nigga, I'm at a standstill too because yeah. I'm hearing all of y'all and it's 60 of y'all and I'm trying to figure out where everybody's supposed to go. Yeah. That's exhausting. And it, yeah. Live life first. Okay. And I was going to say the point to like dropping a project, more than one project a year. Yeah. Don't do that right. because you didn't go through that much metamorphosis in this. As an artist, sure, I know you did it right. because you were too busy working on that project to drop it. You've you haven't gone through any any part of life. Anything right. between the two. Go okay, live okay, first okay, before okay. you drop. Artists used to wait four or five years before they dropped the project. I like Janet Jackson only changed. has like five projects. But social media changed that though. It did. It does, but that's the problem. Change it back. Not, not, Beyonce. Even, not even change it back. It's learn how make to people work, wait. Learn how to work with it. Make just people wait. Can, just because you can buy uh, recording equipment and buy Pro Tools and record a song, uh, record a whole mixtape in twenty five hours, don't mean you should put it out. In, in but if your identity hours. is that strong then enough, people will wait yeah. because they'll want to hear what's Absolutely. happening next with you, right. and you don't have to worry about constantly, constantly feeding the masses because you can be on a million features. Trey Pizzy did. Like 27 features, his like the year of the Truman Show, mm-hmm. yeah. and he only rock, he rocked with the Truman Show for a long time mm-hmm. in, in mixtape world. Mm-hmm. And I was like, right. why you not see what the formula is? I, if I was an artist, I'd be collabing with that little whack nigga from Brooklyn, that nigga who you say was trash, that nigga because I'm taking every one of his six fans, and yeah, they're all gonna no, be on my back now. Thank you. Thank you. To touch back on what you said though about um, us uh, being media personalities and being you know the, uh, pu- publications ourselves, um, I think a lot of what. A tro- and this is something that I struggle with right now. It's like people always assume that what I say, I'm trying to push it over as law. Like, mm-hmm. no, if I say I don't like somebody, it's because I'm not feeling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, a lot of people have a really hard time, believe it or not, saying, yo, I, I don't like this mm-hmm. or this isn't for me. You don't necessarily have to bash it, but yeah. you can say, yo, this ain't for me. I won't say nothing. You know yeah, I don't, I if I don't like I it, I won't say nothing. Yeah. But, but, that's how you, but that's how you know I don't like it. That's exactly. my way of saying I, I didn't like this. Way. But see, some so, people like to ask. They like to pick, like, yo, you don't like it. Why you don't like it? Okay, I'll tell you why. And I'm good at articulating why. But see, Ty, he don't like Chance the Rapper, so fuck him. No, it's not that I don't like him. It's just not for me. Yeah. And people don't really understand that. It's okay to say, yo, it's not for me. It's my, it's not my thing. Yeah. If y'all like it, y'all rock out to that shit. Y'all right. love it as much. Mm-hmm. As you, and it, it, it'd be fucked up if I was to say, yo, don't, don't download that album. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> if you like it, go get that Chance the Rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for you. Go ahead. Do your thing. I want to, um, to talk about, like, a lot of the artists are younger. Like, right now, mm-hmm. I'm 27 years old. Mm-hmm. So, old nigga. Old bitty. I'm old bitty, whatever. But we have to understand, like, a lot of the young artists coming up now are probably, like, 21, 22. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. They grew up in the snap era. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where it was, yeah. it, it grew up where the, the beat pretty much 
the beat and the hook were pretty much the main Everything. factor. Right. So, yeah. We grew up on the lyrics, mm-hmm. and, and so and right and where they grew up was the beat and the hook. So they all still the had hope though. Try to, but you, I, mean, I know. I get. I get what you're saying. It wasn't the same. I know. It wasn't the same hope. Hope tried to make us stop wearing Tims. Exactly. Hope wanted us to stop selling crack. We're like, nigga, that's how you got here. So you know, we had to realize like that's what they grew up on. Like as a as a DJ, you know. I, I play what I like, mm-hmm. and you know that's what people gravitate towards me for. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's like, uh, people, yeah, I, you know, that's what they're going to. That's what they're going to try to emulate. Right. That's so, why I wasn't like, mad at designer because he's only eighteen. Nineteen, but but 19, still like yeah. little Uzi version. You see that um, interview on Hot 97 when nah. asking the freestyle, and he said, Nah, I can't. Oh, yeah, freestyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't freestyle exactly, that. That's too old. Like, like if somebody like. And all everyone did that. We're like, oh, get this anime out of here. For his era, he was, even he said, he's like, my fans are not going to be mad at me for this. Yeah. And then it's true. Yeah. So like, that, yeah. that's, what that, that's not what they fans for him for. Like, right. They, they, they want to hear him turn up. Mm-hmm. They want to see mm-hmm. what that beat going to hit for. And that's the conversation you know? I had with you when you were like, you were mad at Drake about not taking like a political stance. Yeah. I'm like, we've never yeah. heard Drake do that. So, so why know, would he like, do that now? But he's not going to because that's not who he is. Absolutely. For making what they grew up on and what, what, what connects to them Facts. the most. Because mm-hmm. so, now all of our old generation is sampling all 80s music. Yeah, yeah. So, There's 80s like, samples everywhere and you know, 90s samples. And 90s samples, yeah. As yeah. far as artists, you, you're going to gravitate to what, what makes you work and what you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And this, like rap now, we in any genre, we're going to, you know, there's a different type of artist and rap for anything you like. Yep, so yep, you, yep. You, like back in the days, you know, there was only one type of artist, you know, everybody want to rap this well. Mm-hmm. But like now you can listen to rap for any type of thing that you like. And it's crazy, Breeze Montana, he he had hit me up today and said that he's like, yo, rap is like it's like Baskin Robbins. There's 31 different yep. exactly. There's mm-hmm. subgenres. So I've said that a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I wrote yeah. an article about that. There's yeah. there's subgenres to it, and it's like you know what? I may like strawberry ice cream, but that motherfucker don't like strawberry, and that's yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. fine. And I think that's what we need to get as as a hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. We need to be, understand, yo, there's subcultures. Mm-hmm. It may be for you, but it's not for him, yep. and that's perfectly that's fine. fine. But you know what? Like, we're all so passionate about hip hop because we were born with it. It's like our baby. Like we we created it, so it's like we're so protective it's like everybody no it's, like it's everybody they have a they have a piece of it right. so we're all like so protective of like the change and metaphor versus we don't want to see the transition and then now the old heads yeah. have to be they know like okay now nah, I, I can't listen to that new stuff because it's yep. not for me no more exactly. and I, I said i said that it's like i feel like the the reason why davis is getting so much respect from these old heads is because mm-hmm. he's not rapping like a buffoon he sounds exactly. like old he sounds, he sounds like, like old hip-hop he sounds like old hip-hop he sounds yeah. like the, the hip-hop they, they know they, and they, they understand they yeah can connect mm-hmm. to it so they mm-hmm. say yeah i'm gonna make a record with davis yeah styles p ain't making no record with lil uzi no, no. they have nothing in common they don't know what to talk about they got nothing to talk about Uzi might rap about the trap but you know but styles people like what the fuck is wrong with this nigga but it's different davis is like i I like that record that he had that guy with game and yeah, yeah. yeah I love that game. game. And I said, that, you know what like, I love about track, it? He's right. just they're just rapping. There's no silly uh, uh animated voices. No there's no there's much. no gimmicks with no it. Gimmicks. I'm just rapping. It's this beat. It's me and my nigga. We got these bars and we gonna give y'all these bars. And they two exactly. cute niggas on the track too. It's lit. <laughs> comment on that. <laughs> yeah. But, but Dave no game made four hundred bars. Jason, you see what I'm saying? That's some New York shit. Like for real, like. I respect Davies a lot for for the fact that he he never changed up and tried to to be like emulate anybody else. Nah, he, he didn't. He, he stayed to what was true to him, and and it worked for him. It's crazy to like you know? like I, I'm like I've been on TV like I'm like I see him on TV I'm like I know that nigga like I know him in real life like that's crazy. <laughs> but it's like it's it's we're, it's cool that we're now like 
a part of this new upcoming generation to yeah. see yeah. everybody that we're watching. I'm like, well, this is like how Angie must have felt watching Pac mm-hmm. and like whole yep. and yep. and coming up with them. And I don't like, don't compare me to Angie. I mean, I appreciate it, but I'm no, I don't like and, it. But Trey does it all the time. I be like, stop it. <laughs> but it's like I see what's happening. It's right. like yeah. I hope I don't get pregnant between here and now because I want to still be here. You like, you could, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, 20, it's 2016. You could still. You I'm Spanish. It's, it's it, all. I be trying to be. I be trying to move right out here. But if somebody sneeze, if somebody sneeze on her, it's over. It's over. <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all niggas, got out of my life. If you got a cold, move out the way. <laughs> I be doing cartwheels to get away. I'm like, no, nigga, no. It's crazy that you bring that up because I I think all the time it's like, like with New York City radio, there there needs to be new. Personalities yeah, on yeah. the radio, especially when personalities are beefing with people in the podcast world. Not, yeah, right, yeah. That, that, this is weird. We're not, we're not even talking about yeah, that. This is but weird. My thing is it's not even that. No, there, it's, it's more than just who it's, are we. The yeah. obvious. There's a lot of people going back mm-hmm. and forth. It's like, why? why? Well, do your job. Right. Yeah. Just but do your job. Me, it's like the same way she just said. Angie watched Hope come up. Angie watched all these niggas. We're watching the next generation yes, come are. up. Yeah. Why yeah. aren't we reporting it? Right. Why aren't we talking about it? Why aren't we the ones on the mainstream radio talking about it? We're here with them. I mean, but I mean, but you know what though? Not they have their they have their own medium, which was radio. We have our own medium now. We have online. We have yeah, online internet. radio. We have yeah. the, we have podcasts. We have we have we have blogs. We, we have, have so none of that stuff. Like, they literally absolutely. only had the newspaper Yo, and the radio. And radio. Yeah. And you guys so. got to think about it like this. I had to tell myself this the other day. That's their job. Yeah. So if we come up, they're out of a job. Exactly. That's a, that's a check out. They well, that and you had to pay your dues. I feel like now our generation, we just got we got everything so fast. Yeah. Our parents yeah. gave us everything so fast. Mm-hmm. We want instant gratification. Right. And niggas start rapping next last week and be like, I should have been on a sandwich jam stage. Nobody knows you <laughs> for what we get. Pe- we get people like that all the time. Yo, I should come on Word of Mouth Radio to talk, talk about, about what. what? Yeah. Like what? Like I love y'all to death. I, I said no, no. You know what I told him? I said, I said yeah, let's we'll do that. Send us music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send me the music first, cause that's what it should really be about. Mm-hmm. I should. I didn't see Party Next Door's face until four years, like four it's years later. I heard the music first. Mm-hmm. Let people fall in love with the music, and they, I promise they will guarantee they will love you. you. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all don't need to speak. Like we, Beyonce stopped speaking, and it was the best thing she did in her, for her life because <laughs> she was like, when she was younger, she was so hood. Yeah. And I was like, stop that talking. That H town, that H town. She was, she was so good. I was like, she didn't get her GD yet. It's, it's a problem. <laughs> I love, but now, but then, but then also, Michael Jackson said this too. You don't have to give it to them all at once. Mm-hmm. Right. You ever remember? Remember when Michael used to pop up from the floor and just stand there for like six minutes? Mm-hmm. And you and they would just people would lose their fucking mind because there. it's just you got to make them want more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always leave them wanting more and, and anticipate, Absolutely. and that's what. Our generation doesn't understand. We want instant gratification. We want it right now. I want to see it. I want, but they don't know how to work for nothing because we never had to work for nothing. Yeah. It was always done of, for us. Not only that, a lot of people aren't built to wait for. Nope. It. You no. You know what I'm saying? No. A lot of people aren't built for that wait. Like Puff said it in the beginning of um. You know what Puffy had to do? You know what I'm saying? Like in the beginning, in the beginning of Mastermind, um, not not and, and nobody, the nobody record, Rick Ross and uh French, yeah. Puff that whole Puff rant. Yeah. Where he was like, he was like, niggas don't understand what it's yep. like to be in the dark. Yeah. They don't yeah, want to yeah, be in the yeah. dark where where they don't know when it's. Yeah. When the light gonna come, a lot of people are not built for waiting because yeah. they don't know that not, life. Not, they don't know that struggle. No, right. you know, honestly, the hardest thing I've ever—I mean, I've done some things. The hardest thing I've ever had to do was be an entrepreneur. The hardest yes. thing, the amount of L's you take before you get one, one W. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's different. Nobody yeah. understand. People don't understand that our generation doesn't understand that they, they like don't. instant money, fast cash. Like, oh, girls getting being strippers now. I'm like, yeah, that's instant money. I don't. That's not their last resort. Nope. That wasn't a last resort for everybody. It's a quick way. For a fast life, but it's like 
you have to resort to all that just right. for fast money. And then whatever comes into your life fast leaves you just as fast. Yep. Yeah. Medea said that. I remember Medea talking that, that's about that. That's just a proof. That's just proven <laughs> life. And, and I'm not knocking nobody for doing what they got to do. People always, everybody has their story. Everybody has to make their own sacrifices. But our generation, anybody born a, after 1988 is really late. We've been really spoiled. We didn't have to endure anything. Best yet ever. We didn't have to endure anything. We didn't endure slavery. We didn't endure. Y'all think this shit is what we're going through now. This shit is nothing compared to what our generation had to do and go through. Like, and that's when I look at the hip hop industry. I'm like, y'all owe. Yeah. Y'all owe a lot of people to be at this point. And y'all complain about publications not talking about you. Nigga, you know they know your name. You're like, it's even considered. Like, our generation of black kids is they're so spoiled and they're so ungrateful to the people that paid the paved the way. And this is why I think like, you know, everybody complains like she was saying, I'm rolling up for her, like publications not talking about you start your own publications mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what niggas had, that's yeah. what we had to yeah. do yeah you know that like too. why yeah. not like what am i already like you spend 40 dollars a week on bud exactly. put contribute right. all you and your niggas contribute that to exactly. a, a savings fund and a business account y'all there you go or jordan or your order yeezys y'all spent 350 on yeezys but but you're still in your mother's crib so that you can own everything and then you like whatever you think needs promotion or anything like that that needs attention you can show love to that but i'm sorry i gotta say it gotta be said i'm saying it all year some of y'all only got a couple months left. Oh, yeah, that's fast. Like, cut it, like, it's over. Shit, weeks. Like, cut it out. Tell them. Like, it's Tell over. Because it's the struggle SoundCloud rappers that come on Twitter and have an attitude because y'all think people don't support you. We don't like the music. And it's okay. It's okay. Maybe Find a good family. Good. You might be a great engineer. You might be a great audio tech. You might be key grip. Go to Hollywood. You never know. That nigga gets a check. You might be You might be a great juror number eight. Like, at the end of the day, this... This... Right, like everybody's not gonna make it. Right, yeah. yeah you know what I think a lot of it is. It first, out of every seventy rappers, sixty-nine flop. Yeah, right. Very true. What are you gonna do to be number one? Like, and it's great to right chase. Now, it's great to chase your dream. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, right. There's nothing when we're chasing your dream, but when it comes to a time where it's just people will tell you before you you need to be realizing it yourself. Mm-hmm. Maybe this, maybe I'm exhausting all opportunities here, and there's talent I'm ignoring somewhere else. Yeah, right. I will mm-hmm. definitely yeah. say this before we go to break. Diversify your skill sets. Absolutely. 100%. I know how to do so many things. And, and before we go to break, plan long term. Yeah. Right. Not because, for tomorrow. Because everybody wants the instant gratification, they don't think about how, okay, boom, I could do this this month or the next couple months, but next year, next season, I'm going to have to do something different. Nobody mm-hmm. thinks that far ahead mm-hmm. no more. Or they don't take into account oh, res- they don't, resume right. building. Build right. your resume. Like it, 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 you gotta think long term, especially in this in this industry. But all y'all got kids and shit. Y'all crazy think crazy term. thing about it is summer is coming. I'm not planning for summer no more. I'm yeah. planning for winter. I'm yeah. planning yeah. for I'm next planning spring. For, you feel yep. what I'm saying? Yep. I'm not planning for summer no more. Summer's over to me. Summer didn't start, but it's over to me. I already yep. know what I'm doing this summer. Yeah. I'm waiting for the fall. I'm waiting for winter. Nobody Tell plans long term no more, and that will fuck you up because they got safety nets. Exactly. Fuck is he talking about Chief Keith? <laughs> Yo, don't get me, don't get me started. That's, that's my all-time favorite let intro. To, let him go to break. Let him go to let break. Let's go to break, Marcus. Fraud niggas. Right, Y'all niggas. It's the Encore. be right back. Coming up on a future episode of the Encore radio show. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's your girl, Banks the Bossy, representing I Spent NYC, Lot of Money, House Entertainment, and the newly owned Hip Hop Retreat Week, and you're tuned in to Encore Radio. But misogyny and homophobia in hip hop. Right? Oh, yes. So. Yes. As a woman. Yes. How do you... How do you exist on knowing that misogyny and homophobia are 
basically staples in in um, hip hop culture. Um, now that you asked that, I want to give a shout out to Meek Jaffe. She actually has a show as well, mm-hmm. and she does a lot of executive work as well. She's dope. Dope, dope, and she's a female, and she's also part of the LGBT community as well. So automatically, mm-hmm. I thought of her. So mm-hmm. shout out to her and being a female. <laughs> right on. <laughs> um, it's interesting. It's like you know sometimes. To me, I wonder if this is a industry that I even want to be promoting because I know what they promote. I know what it is. I know I'm not stupid, but I also think there has to be certain people. I was going to be back on Radio Show Live here with Word. We have the Word of Mouth Radio team here. Why you got to be? Why you got to? <laughs> he got him home. Oh. Like, Cope is sitting right there. He from Holland. That's He's a Bronx. That's you don't a got a Bronx. microphone. It's all right. That's some Bronx sound, though. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. The whole Bronx. Huh? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, we got. We got. Yeah, if you had a microphone right, right. now, we acting up yesterday. All right. Um. All, all right. Time. So, so y'all have had a good amount of episodes so far. Y'all haven't missed a week, matter of fact. I don't think. Right. No. Seriously? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've missed a week. Are you serious? Have you you been there? Were you there? So he said he. Okay. What? What so he said he. I thought he said he. I, okay, I understand. He thought he said he has a mistake. Oh, okay. I can't. Nah, Thank nah, you. nah. See, Takis, my kid. I be having a fast forward. Three oh hours be killing me sometimes. I be having a fast. We're working we, on We're it. working on that. Yeah, yeah. But nah, I always catch a podcast and shout out to y'all. Y'all be y'all finally y'all have y'all stuff or whatever on the podcast or whatever. So Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Apple Music. Apple iTunes po- podcast. podcast. Yeah. It's the damn this this sorry. How y'all pronounce it? This Serrano. Thank you. I miss that. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Anyway, finish too. Yeah. Everything is just about finishing. Oh, not a Brugal. Yeah, we drink. I, I, t- I ain't touching that. I'm Dominican. I don't even touch Brugal. Right, I was about to yeah. say, that's a and different story. And it's the story. dark one? Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, Where uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, J.D. Malo. Que lo que? Que lo que? Que lo que? What have y'all been in your most favorite episodes so far? Just Everybody just choose one. I'm not going to even hold you to Dustin Ross. Oh, Dustin. It was so good. Our hood code episode. Undeniably, like... Like I never met him or anything mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Chloe brought him on, and he was just hilarious. Yeah. And and it was just the fact that we were able to relate to him so much. And mm-hmm. it was na- it was like, just organic. Exactly. It was so yeah. natural. It, it, it wasn't about what he does, what he wants to do next, mm-hmm. what he's currently doing. It was just about like what we all do as black people and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like and then it was like, yo, I I felt like I knew him for so long. Like mm-hmm. like he was a distant cousin that we just didn't come to any of the family functions, you know? Yeah. Dustin's so, like, just a naturally like supportive, nice person. Like mm-hmm. he just genuinely like if he sees talent He'll say it. if he sees some Absolutely. fuck shit. He'll say it. He's just right. a real person. He's oh, yeah. like he's a that. he's an Aries like me and Taki. So he automatically like just vibe oh yeah out. Aries okay okay yeah, okay. yeah. that explains I'm a lot, Aries right? tourist yeah but the fire fire sounding that works for me that's why fire. me and Taki always kind of like on one accord and Q is just we just be looking at the oh, other two right, we right. be looking at Q and Daniel like <laughs> what's your um what's it was his sign. I'm a, what happened? What's his sign? Wait Aquarius. I'm a wait uh, he's what happened? Aquarius oh no you do the question nigga. Aquarius? I can't do Aquarius. Oh, shit. Aquarius. Interview fire done. Fire signs only. Fire signs only. Interview fire done. Fire signs only. Aquarius is a weird motherfucker. Yo. Favorite episode. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I, I really, I, I would have to pick the Dustin episode too if I had to pick a favorite because it was just, like you said, it was just so organic and so natural. And like on top of that, Dustin is one of the few people we had on the show that like, 
really support us. I, I support like mm-hmm. every episode, I, not just the one he's been on. Every about Everything. word of mouth, right? Like me and Tiger could be hosting something. He'll he'll retweet it. Yeah, he'll be something. And he'll, he'll be, he talks about it. It's like, what? Like, like, he, yo, he you don't have to show no love at all, but yeah. he still does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, shit, I appreciate you. And um, I'm not even going to talk about second best anything like that, but like, when when Trey Pizzi came back on for like the second time, that was also a great. Episode. Was, yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, was my favorite one is the first episode. the first episode. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was that was because that was just like a good natural. It was the first time we got to all be together for the first live one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We had yeah. already did our practice one, and it was like we had our friend on, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was kind of at a cool moment Maybe where he was he was really like picking up a lot of steam, mm-hmm. and it was just like we got to talk and have a conversation with our friend mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. get to hear it and it was like it was one of like the first one we kind of like solidified like yeah we can do this mm, you know right. what I mean I it'll think, be good I think uh, um, just to piggyback on what, what Chloe just said um, because like we talked about earlier because we're coming up with these artists that are coming you know that are coming up in New York City we're friends with a lot of these mm-hmm, people so mm-hmm. the interview that we have with Trey Pizzi Nobody else is gonna get that type yeah, of interview, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he he comes to us like not that I'm doing an interview. I'm going to chill with my niggas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring mm-hmm. some handy. I'm gonna bring my people. Still, we gonna just chill. We yeah, gonna yeah, just. Yeah. He said the, he said the president I mean, for bringing some shit. Well, yeah, <laughs> he sure does. He did. Well, I mean, and, and honestly, like a lot of people we've had on have been friends of ours. True. People that we know personally, like Walt mm-hmm. from Black Ink, um, Cam from Handy Blues. That we know, we know him. Mm-hmm. You know, Kaz. We know him from the stat. We know Kaz. Mm-hmm. You know, we know smoke. I know smoke. We know smoke Dizza. Like mm-hmm. you know, we know. Um, who else have we had on that's been a friend of ours raven is my friend yeah, you know yeah, yeah. like elliot wilson and i we've known each other before mm-hmm. um and it was dope because elliot Chrissy. was like i'm coming on word of mouth and mm-hmm. i was like i'm not telling elliot wilson no nope. so i was like yeah, guys yeah, elliot's yeah. coming on like you're ready and everyone's like oh my god i'm like you know he's he only did he only did power 105 that day and us. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so that, that was like that. a big thing and i was i'm really appreciative of all these people that respect that would like Diani, like, scotty beam like mm-hmm. when am i coming on and i'm like really you want to come like Diani's did great like you know, and it's like we're fortunate enough that we have the relationships with people where they're like, "When am, why why haven't I been asked to come on your show?" And I'm like, yeah. "You want to come on my show? Like, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool." It's still about so crazy us, right? to me, like like when I'll be checking the the word of mouth page and people will be like, "Yo, I'm listening to word of mouth," and like we never try to connect to them. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. The people from it's I organic, it's organic. Yeah. Like they listen to or they or they listen to the first episode, and it's like, "Oh shit, I didn't really know you." Like y'all really paying attention, and that just makes you want to go harder. Yeah, like, exactly. all right, now nah, I, I I really gotta come correct next episode or stuff like that. Just like, oh oh shit, like these people really appreciate word of mouth, and like sometimes we'll go to events and like people that we already know they'll come to be like, "Yo." Word of mouth is really big for the city right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and there's people that doing, we people that we you know, don't know. Exactly. Like, yeah. Word of mouth is like, yeah, we we appreciate y'all yeah, keep yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then like sometimes, like you wonder if it's it, in vain. Yeah, you know, like yeah. sometimes like, who is listening? Like, yeah, like is anyone yeah. listening? Does like, anyone give like, a fuck? When you're in it, sometimes you're like, all right, it, it's cool. Like we are gonna keep doing this, and you don't realize like how much is going on because like you're, you're still looking like where you want to yeah, be. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, But yeah. when people tell you like what you've already done. And, and it feels amazing. Like, you, you really uh, appreciate all of that. Like, all right, this is what we're doing it for. And Someone you know. someone told me, well, matter of fact, um, shout out to the Carry, the Carry On Friends podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was talking about compliments. Like, I, for me, I suck at getting compliments. Like you I, give, yeah, I'm an you give me a compliment, me too. you give me a comment, I deflect. I'm like, I'm like, nah, 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 yeah, nah, you. that's not me. I'm not gonna. Yeah. She's like, she was like, nah, don't do that. Just get your, just take it, take it, embrace it. If, you, if they text it to you, screenshot it and hold it, put it in the folder so that when you are feeling down or feeling whatever, just you go through that and just look at all your compliments and that's smart. Um, you know, 
embrace them. That's Live what with I them. did with all my um. I had I deleted all of like all the likes on my um Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I refreshed everything, so like pretty much it's pretty much it's it's kind of like real selfish and shit like that. But mm-hmm. it, I only read uh, only likes it that has to do with me. So like, yeah, fair enough. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> it's your Twitter. Sure, right. yeah, exactly. I'm not even gonna lie. Like sometimes like I feel like. I'm not where I want to be, mm-hmm. and like I, I want to try harder. Cause sometimes I, I see like I, I and, it, and it's bad. Like sometimes I compare myself to people. Yeah, and that's yeah, one yeah. thing. Like you, I, I, I advise nobody to do. Yeah, but we all do it though. I, we all, yeah, do, we it, all do it. We all do it. And sometimes you see you compare yourself to people. And like I, right, I wish I could have did that right now, or mm-hmm. I wish I would have did that. That was a good move. But I, I make sure I, I, I sometimes I go through my likes and be like when I do the events or anything like, and people talk about me like, oh, you did a, a good job at this, whatever, whatever. Uh, cute body this stage, yeah, and you know, sometimes you need that, like, yo, yeah, yeah. I, you know, like, I, I'm on the right pace, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's what keeps me going, you know. Sometimes. I agree, I agree 100% because today, uh, Briani had tweeted, um, oh, uh, every time I say that Taki is my host for an event, like, whoever I tell is like, oh no, he's yeah, I saw really that, good. I saw that. I'd be like, yo, son, I, I looked at that, shit, I'm like, yo, me. Yeah. Me for real, that ass. Oh shit! Thank you. Now people like, say you're a really good host. I, I and, and it bugs me out sometimes because when I'm I be hosting mid host like mid event and I'll ask like whoever's close to me, y'all, am, I, I'm do, am I doing okay? Yeah, we all ask each other that. Yeah. I'm, like, Yo, I'm doing all right. I'm good. I, 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 anything I gotta fix, and they be like, no, my nigga, you're, you're, you're doing great. <laughs> like just keep going. And I be like, oh, okay. Because am I am I I'm, I'm like I, I think um I can speak for a lot of people when I say I'm my own worst. I'm my own worst critic. Mm-hmm. I'll sit there and say, okay, I could have did this differently. I should have did this differently. I didn't do this as good as I wanted to. Yeah. But then when I ask someone else, they're like, yo, that shit was You're great. Fine. What are you exactly. talking about? Exactly. So, I mean, it, it's weird. But we I, are I our own worst critic. Feedback. Yeah. yeah. I'm my own worst critic. And that, that's what keeps you growing, though. Like, once you yeah. stay on your toes. Like, I feel like once you get too comfortable in what you're doing, you know, you're, you're not going to grow anymore. Yeah. So, like, it's always good, like, to not be comfortable. Yeah. To go into different stages and be like, I right, I want to do something different now. I didn't do this last time, mm-hmm. or I could have did this better. Mm-hmm. So like, once you realize that, and you know, once you take the um, the criticism better as far as what you can do better, then you just kill next time. You know, Man. all right. So now I know what I need to do. And, and, and like one Go thing I to- drinking fish out the bowl. What <laughs> are you doing? One thing like one, th- one thing I think is really important is keeping people around you who want to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. He fuck yes. up all the time. You know. And, and I appreciate I that. I tell Q, you're slacking. You know. All, every week I yell at Taki and Q. You know. Don't like, I don't I yell at you every week? All right. Okay. I mean, you <laughs> yelled at me because I've been on point. But, yeah. but, but if, I, if ever there was. There was no, but there was a point in time when I'm like, I was like, yo, like, what are we doing? I'm mm. always like, you're lazy. Yeah, yeah, We're lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She will. You're lazy. She will be that what person. What the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm dead ass because I'm like, I know I would hate to be in a relationship with Chloe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I don't do that. I be, yeah, I she like, I'm tired. out. I'm leaving. No. No, I think it's very I be, I be coming back like, you're not going to chase me? Why would you, not, why would you let me leave? <laughs> the point is, I think it's very important to, to keep people around you who are going to be honest with you. Absolutely. Especially, like, especially, like, artists. You know, if keeping like yes men around them, they'd be like, yo, this song fire. When That's that why Meek Mill has been losing. You know, damn, Meek got mad yes men on his team. That's why he think he no, won. 100%. Well, he, and he just won that That's a whole different story. No, that's definitely a whole. Yeah. That's definitely a whole different story. story. I did the research right. on that, by the way. Just keep people around you who are going to be honest with you. That's very key. 100%. Very key. Shout out to Chris Copacetic, though, by the way. Fuck Chris. Wow. Every time I mention Chloe says fuck Chris. Every time I mention Chloe says fuck Chris. What? On word of mouth radio. What'd I say? In person. No, I said it. It's not about Chris right now. It's not about Chloe. I'd be like, damn, what'd I do? When? You know what's crazy? Chris, you know I love you. I don't want to do that. You know what's crazy? This nigga Cope, he, um, 
we was at a we was at a pop up a, a pop up uh, restaurant. Figure it out. Take your time. Shut up. We was at a pop up restaurant and he was drunk. He was out here. He was every day. His business. Cause he's always drunk. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. true. You like every event. He pointed. Yo, he he pointed the burger. I was like, damn son. All right. He was drunk when he got here. Right. Came through the wrong gate. I'm like, no. Hey, but he told me he was like. I, I love when my friends get drunk or they like really fucked up and high and they and then they start to tell me like this Yo, is what I think because yeah, 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 it's yeah, coming yeah, from yeah. the heart. Doing yeah. it, yeah, that's it's coming from the heart. Word speaks over thoughts. But he's he's mm-hmm. it was early in the year, early in 2016. He said, "Yo, you, I don't think you realize how big you are." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "I don't think you realize how much of an influence you are. You need to stop being this humble shit and start." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, he told me the same shit." I'm like, like "Yo, wait, what?" He said, "No, get on your." He said, "No, you already on your grind. Now go harder because niggas already know you a problem." I was like, oh my See? God. Yeah, I don't like those conversations. He said the same shit. Now, he was like, yo, before you scared. wasn't my favorite DJ, but now you my favorite DJ. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. That's true. But I wasn't that drunk when I told y'all niggas that. I was a little drunk. No, like, you like, was Like where I am right now. <laughs> I just want to say that. didn't talk to me for a whole year, so I'm glad you had that moment. <laughs> yo, but, but you just said, I just told Probably you about how good away. of a writer you are. See? I don't. Chill. We, we, I have my moments with everybody in word of mouth. You feel that me? That was a private moment. <laughs> my bad. All right, all right, so y'all also have individual segments on the, on the show. So let me start with Q, right? So so you focus on entertainment, yeah. right? Tries to. So in... <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Q be like, yo, so y'all saw that I see everybody. We be like, you ain't supposed to talk about that. <laughs> all right, so uh, the most, one of your most recent episodes, y'all talked, you talked about um, Joe Budden. Yeah. Uh, he retired, he's retiring from performing. Yeah. <laughs> he not retired from hip-hop. That was so wrong. <laughs> he's like, what did I say? I was retired. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> All right, so Sorry, Joe. He, listened? he heard somebody say yeah, yeah, he might have yeah, listened yeah. to word in my video. I feel like he's heard. Do it you have time. a favorite Joe Budden moment that you could tell us about? Uh, New Music Three. Okay, That's like I'm New Music Three. Thank you. You're welcome. Taki's my key interpreter. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Else looking around like what? what? I heard it. I heard everything. I knew he's exactly been for the longest. He know how to do it. Like whatever. Like, what uh, are you talking about? Oh, it's it's like a PDF before. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yo, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta mute special. You can't mute them. <laughs> it's not your show. You can't, you can't mute them. Because this is what I do when, I, when they talk Moving to me too much. <laughs> We saw told too much. It's new special. Yeah, how, would, oh, how would that look written down? How would you write that? On, how, would you, how would you type that on Twitter? Moo 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 moo. We clearly so too much. Who's singing six vowels? Wait, who performed it? Get off my mic. That's not your show. Can we talk? Get off my mic. That's not your show. I got a ghetto thumb. All right. I got a what? He said, get, get on mute. mute. Get on mute. He said, get on mute. <laughs> All right. All right. Just go. Just go. Y'all blowing my eyes, man. So, Music 3, like, at the time, I think that was probably, like, 2008, 2009. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to hold you. I was going through depression. Okay. You know, like. We need to talk. No, no. People need to talk about that. People need to talk about that. I was going through depression because, like, I ain't know, like, as, as far as what I wanted to do in life. Like, I felt like I would. I knew I was put here for like a greater purpose, but I just didn't know what the fuck mm-hmm, that was. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and trying to figure that out is just fucking hard, you yes, know? Yes, it is. Yes, it, it is. It's just like I was just here and, and then like I was just living day to day, like, what the fuck do I do? Mm-hmm. I was working retail, mm-hmm. folding fucking clothes. Like, mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't here for that shit. Yeah, I fucking hated going to work every single day. Mm-hmm. I would wake up, go to work. And at the time, I was still in school. Mm-hmm. Go to work, go to school, and, and, and it was like, go home and my day is over like what the fuck for Mm -hmm. you know why am i here like there's no like there's no way on earth i was put here just to fucking do this shit Mm -hmm. and 
that shit was starting to like get depressing because as you see like people who i went to school with was, were starting to elevate like i started seeing some of my friends like doing some extraordinary shit like yeah, not even yeah, just yeah. graduating college or going to call like i see some of my friends going like being pilots and shit like mm, that oh shit, and it's wow. like what the fuck like damn where's the inspiration coming from mm-hmm. and i i didn't know like w- what was going on and, and in listening like to mood music three like he spoke about all that shit and it was like, oh shit, like he really opening up to his feelings. And that's something mm-hmm. I'm still struggling with myself. Like yeah. I don't know how to deal with my emotions. Me neither. Me neither. And you know, and, and, and that's that's something that's it's real hard for me to do. Like y'all niggas need to I, fall in love. It, it's not even love. Cause I I've been in love before and, and, and it still was an issue. Mm-hmm. You know, it still was an issue for me, like expressing my emotions, expressing how I feel and how, how to communicate. Mm-hmm. You know, like I couldn't cry at funerals. Mm. That's different. I still haven't I went to my cousin's funeral. funeral. Everybody's crying. I'm like, hey, what's up, yo? What up? Yeah. You know, like, you, and, and, and and I'm like, I'm looking at everybody crying, and it's like, yeah. you know, hey. You, you, know, you, quite, you question me. why not? Why you know? not me? I, I, and, no, I definitely and, and, understand that. So, like, that, like with, with his with his mixtape movement, it, it made me connect to his shit. Mm. And it's like, oh, shit, he, he's, he's going, he's not going through the same issues that I'm going with, but, like, He's dealing with some of the emotions that I don't know how to deal with, like, and, and it made me connect to him. And like, what's crazy is the person who made me listen to him. Like, I remember like when he first told me, like, "Yo, listen to uh, hit Joe Budden's new mix." I'm like, "Pump it up!" <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! I'm listening to that shit. And then when I listen to it, I'm like, "Oh shit! Yeah. This shit is dope." All from like the first from the first tape, like Dear Diary, and yeah. you know that's why I fucked fuck, fuck with him. I respect that, and I, I and I respect that. I think that no, honestly, honestly. Pump it up, fucked it up for me so much that I really can't listen to Joe Budden at all. Like, I don't know. It was fire. It was. It was. Like, oh, it it was yo, my nigga. Pump it up was fire, but for that moment. And then, I like, after that, I can't. Nah, I've oh, never been able know. to get that. You're still fire to me. Plus, 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 <laughs> plus, 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 I his personality is not for me. Nigga, Joe Budden That's started reality TV. Well, well, reality with Ratchet TV. TV. Yeah. Joe Budden yeah. TV. Him his is just, him just recording. That was my favorite Joe Budden. That was my favorite Joe Budden moment. Him just recording to hear you. It was one summer I was just really watching them shits like over and over again. I'm like... The one where she was cooking for his every son? Every video. His son, yeah, him. But I was like, what the fuck? I was like, but they, they're fights. But it was real. He was capturing real moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. this is when he was like struggling too. Mm-hmm. Like he was just getting residual checks. Just living yeah. over that. And it was just like... Wow, this is interesting. And it was like they were going through the same arguments that I go through with my nigga. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hmm, that was it. And then they don't give him enough credit for that shit. Yep. Yeah, Love and hip hop don't. don't. I believe that. I believe that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> OD. OD. All right, all right. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so, uh, Taki. So, your segment is the Angry Black Man News. So, wait. Yeah, so, yeah. so, what stories. That what stories wow. technically fit underneath that umbrella? Um, honestly, it's stuff that um depressing. No, 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 not even just depressing. It's stuff that I feel like the the mainstream media, like the the normal news channels and stuff, they don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Or they don't show mm-hmm. it, or they don't tell the whole story. And I feel like. Now that I have this platform, and these are things like I read the newspaper on my own before mm-hmm. word of my, I was reading the newspaper by myself. I was mm-hmm. online reading articles by myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm an avid reader. I read all the time. Mm-hmm. These, are, this is you stupid. <laughs> this is me saying, okay, I'll read it and I'll tell y'all what happened. Yeah, I, I don't like mind that. that. I like that. But okay. I want to be that. I want to be that. Uh, that face and be that person that's 
telling you why our taxes is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Are telling you what's going on in this presidential election because niggas don't know. Yeah. Niggas they'll see it on the news when they wake up in the morning. That's the first thing that's on the news. They trying to get the weather, so they see what's going on in, the, in politics, mm-hmm. but they don't know what's really going yeah. on. Yeah. So you know what? Cool. I'll read it mm-hmm. and I'll let y'all niggas. I'll, I'll, I'll reiterate it in, in, in um, hood nigga terms. Bet, bet. I'll let y'all know what's going on. Um, but to to make an uh, angry black man news like. A, it's just something that has to that I feel people need to be aware of. Bet okay. Need to know what's going on. All right. So, um, in one of your in one of the recent episodes as well, you mentioned and I don't, that um nine. I don't know why I wrote nine eleven. Um, September eleventh. Uh, <laughs> victims <clears throat> that they'll be able to sue the Saudi government. Yeah. And that rolled into a nice spirited but brief conversation about whether or not black people should be able to sue the U.S. government for slavery. Right. Now, <laughs> now Jamaica, amongst other West Indian countries, are requesting that countries, in their case, uh, the U.K., provide reparations for slavery. Right. So what is one way you think reparations could be provided to the black American community without it being squandered on meaningless, meaningless things? Um, All Sundays off. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Paying for school. Okay. Paying for youth okay. to go to school. Okay. Whether it be private school, whether it be uh, uh, college mm-hmm. tuitions or something, it should be some. Right, boom! All right. Well, we feel bad that we did this, so we're gonna pay you back for it. Uh, instead of giving you a check for a hundred thousand dollars, we're gonna pay for you to go to school. We're gonna uh, pay okay. for you. We're gonna pay for you something that'll help that person. Like boom. Uh, every person's situation is different. Let's say somebody just has a hard time getting to and from work and picking mm-hmm. up their kid. We're mm-hmm. gonna make sure you have a car. Okay. We're gonna give you a car to make sure you can pick up your kid. Or let's I don't just say know about that. Yeah, I mean, like, shit. Would you rather pay for a car? Or would you rather give somebody forty acres and a mule? Forty acres is a lot of land. You know how much that's money you can make with land. forty yeah, acres? That's a lot. Man, listen. You get the government to get off easy giving you a car. It's yeah. and it's crazy. All right, but all see, right. and it was crazy conversations like this. Yeah. you were sitting in the hood, and niggas say, "Man, yo, that's not enough." Like, no, nah, let me tell you why it's enough. Yeah, because it is. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not. And I, I don't mean. I, I never mean to like shit on somebody. And be like, oh, you just not educated enough. You mm-hmm. just don't know this. It's, you know, these are the type of things they don't want you to hear. Yeah, they don't want us to talk about this. They don't want us to know what's going on. That's so I'm gonna let you know. All right, I respect that. Okay. All right, so Chloe. Uh, you have the clever corner, um, and that's focused around celebrity news. Yep. So, I don't watch I don't watch anything well Kardashian anything, but <laughs> this Black China shit is really juicy. I'm not gonna front. Like I have been. She's my hero. I have been. Yo, she <laughs> shit. She is my friggin' like hero, yo. Like I'm like a petty. I could be really petty. Best comeback of all time. And I yeah, thank you. Right. So, do you think that this is rooted in real love? Or did it start out as like a clapback and somehow end up in a love situation? I know. I I, I don't. I'm not because like well, it's entertainment for us. Mm-hmm. But these at the end of these are people's real lives. Yeah, They're yeah. breeding real humans, mm-hmm. like and bringing them yep. into this world. So and I'm I can't say you know I'm not at liberty to say what's real and what's not on behalf of that family. From an observational standpoint, as a woman, I know what it's like to be hurt by a man and to want to get back at that man, but then also to really have real emotions. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Black China had a child with Tiger. Yes. You know what I mean? That's the, These are real people. Yes. No matter how much they put their lives on display and they make a profit from it, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if some of us were afforded that same opportunity, we would, we would do it. Yeah. Right. We definitely would. Um, so 
for them, Rob and China, and I, I do believe she changed that man's life because he's clearly acting differently. Mm-hmm. You know, Rob wasn't Rob dealt with something that a lot of people in America deal with. Yeah, having people who are in your family who may be more successful than you, and you feel inadequate, and you're inside depressed. He gained. Mm-hmm. He's a completely different person. Yeah. Rob gained like three hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember he was like mad skinny. He was yeah. almost a model. He used to, he used to model. So now to now yeah. be out in this public and and he's accrediting his woman, a woman who was with him, not no, albeit. What her ten- intentions may have been, mm-hmm. she helped change this man. She's yeah, helping yeah, him. Yeah, She's yeah, done yeah, what yeah. his family couldn't. She's mm-hmm. got him on the treadmill, snapping about it on social media, saying like, "Look, last year being fat, come outside." Last year. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so people can say what they want about her, but like, why is she such a bad person? She had a struggle life. She came up. A little bit, and she's making the most off of it. I'm not yeah. mad at her for that. And this yeah. pe- these people tried to destroy her name. They sure did. They tried to, but sure like did. I'm supposed to look at be the, be the bad person because your little sister started fucking my baby father, my fiance, <laughs> and y'all want to make me look like the bad person. Yeah. Cool. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fuck your brother, have a baby by the nigga, and get married, and I'm gonna get your last name, and I'm gonna have the heir to your family's all your family's riches and royalties. Right. Yeah. She's she's about to be the first person to have the the, the first baby with the Kardashian name. None of the mother witches can do that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, everybody can have an opinion on it. It's you know, it's entertainment, it's in our faces, but these are still people's real lives. Come up season. Has that I mean, been- and I just I try to equate that to people and get them to understand that person. Like I, I talk about, you know, the obviously the story, mm-hmm. and then I try to get people to understand like if this was you, what would you do? Yeah. Has that been, do you think that's been the most entertaining thing 2016 thus far? Um, it's, you know, it's the most entertaining thing in 2016 has been to realize and really see now in my adult life that celebrities have just as much problems as we do. Oh, hell yeah. Sierra having oh, baby father yeah. issues with Future, which she should have foreseen because of all his baby mother issues before that. So mm-hmm. that was her fault. You know, these people, we get a really close look, in-depth look at these people's daily lives. Like, yeah. every, their lives are so messy. And we, for a while, we thought celebrities were perfect. Nah, and that's kind of what the even. Clever Corner shows is just like, they're just as fucked up as we are. Right. But at the same time, just because celebrities are fucked up doesn't mean you can talk shit from your air mattress. Like, yeah. your life is still uh-huh. shit, too. So, take this as a learning tool, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And say, damn. I just found you know what? That, that Let me get my life together, too. There's mm. fucking headboards from air mattresses. Like, what? What? So you can stop fucking your bitches on with the with their head hitting the wall? Nah, Pizzy tweeted that shit today. Okay, thank you, That's thank you for that. This is what happens in the clever corner. Q interjects. Yeah, I just want to say that okay OKC is up twenty eight. Thank you. I'm right I'm now. depressed about it right now. Right? They're killing they're killing the Warriors right now. No, it's, uh, I, no, it's, it's, looking, it's looking like uh, OKC is winning the championship this year. Chill. It might be a sweep. Don't listen listen to pot. Listen, don't nah, don't don't make no declarations right now because the episode's gonna come out a couple weeks from now. And what's gonna happen? <laughs> if okay, see your watch, you can be tight. I'm not. I'm not editing shit. I edited this. I edited this. I edited this shit. Tell you about nothing. All right. So, to, what's the main goal? I guess long term goal necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say let's let's keep it. Let's keep it realistic. Fire. By the end of 2016, where do you, where do you, where do y'all want to be? We want to, we want to, um, to be honest, to have a solid voice as far as, you know, underground talent. We promote not just music, we promote entrepreneurs, philanthropists, people who are moving. Our platform for What About Radio is not just music. Mm-hmm. We are actually, we all hold ourselves to a higher standard than that. It's, we're promoting people who would not necessarily get the shine on our attention otherwise. Right. You know, it's, we have this foundation where people give a shit about what we have to say. So that's now our responsibility to 
to inform our country, like our country and our culture and our people. Because we had a whole episode about money. We yes, talk about yes, race. Yes. We talk about women's empowerment. We talk about you know issues that happen. You talk about cultural, cultural you know likeness. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We are trying to connect people on a broader scale, where it's just not surface level. It's a little bit deeper. So right. we try to give entertainment with comedy, with relatability, and 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 the true emotion. Like you know, we'll have a, a relationship episode soon. We're going to talk about our breakups and yeah. you know shit that people can relate to. Hey. Um, so to I don't think we have a. I mean, we have a project to be in a wish, a wish level where we want this shit to go. Like, of course, we want to be nationally syndicated show, or mm-hmm. you know, have that kind of platform. But we're okay with getting there gradually and getting the support and the trust of people. I, I love that you said trust. I want people to trust us with being their their plug for what's going on, not mm-hmm. just not just music, like Chloe said, not just musically, but what's going on lifestyle wise, mm-hmm. like. We had an episode about health. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, uh, where otherwise people wouldn't even give a shit about it. Nope. People wouldn't even take their time to, to listen to it. I mean, you know, to listen to anyone else talking about health. But if they're gonna listen to us talk about health, why not us be? Why not we not? Uh, why not we be that plug for it? Okay. Why not we be that platform for it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just great that people listen to us because, like, as far as like we really have a platform and. I'm not gonna say like you know we're doing amazing things and like we're trying to do a lot of things different like because there's this we, we are you know like and there's been other platforms before us who who who's tried to do what we do and mm-hmm. like we're just being successful at it so right now you know we just want to bring it to, to greater platforms and reach as many people as we can now and hopefully you know we'll be able to like bring it to you know like like you said like naturally uh some syndicated radio show and then we can move from there but right now you know we just keep building every week by weekend we appreciate all of our listeners from there that's what's up all right folks well wednesday 7 p.m follow right on social media at cleverly chloe at q underscore shepherd at taki bond and of course at word of mouth show Mm -hmm. and of course visit their website word of mouth radio.com this is the encore radio show sitting here with these lovely people here and uh we out folks Uh, good morning good evening thank you for having us of course absolutely yo yo Yo, New York, you got the fuck. <laughs> Don't be a hater. The Encore Radio Show podcast is an indie creative network production produced by Lance Huff and executively produced by Chris Kopsetic.